Wagwan fam. Well, I'm on a roll. That's why this episode is raw too. Didn't start with music or nothing. Just started with my voice. If you don't like my voice, too bad. Too bad. Deal with it. Yeah. Anywho, I'm on a roll. And today I'm going to talk about something that's been on my mind for a while. It's not complete. It's far from complete. I haven't yet figured it out. I've just figured out like the basics-ish. Just barely, you know, just touch to the surface of the basics, I think. I don't know. Mine is in the junkyard phase, like all of you. So, uh, yeah, boys and girls, today we're going back to the basics. Today we're going to be talking about uh, what... Yeah, okay, how do I put this? We're going to be talking about boys and girls and attraction between boys and girls, men, women, whatever the heck you want to call it. That's what we're going to be doing today. And uh, it's all thought. It's all theory. So I'm not giving you advice. I'm just telling you what I figured from reading and from observation and from a little bit of experience. So if you want like true solid advice, you're not going to get it here. I'll just make that clear real quick. Okay, this was the introduction. Uh, let me cut it as I go sip my beer. Then I'm going to see you all in the next section. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, the body or something. Next section, I guess. So, what exactly do girls find attractive in men? What exactly do men find attractive in girls? Upon her asking the question, I'm sure there's a lot of things that come in your mind, but I read two books that, you know, they were dating advice books or something. These are self-help books, but they were real. I like these other books which tell you some bullshit, like, uh, if you want a girl to like you, give her flowers, a whole bouquet. Okay, where's a lorry? You the man. Give her a whole lorry of flowers. That's some bullshit. Now, these ones, they were telling you, they were saying straight facts. That's why I like these two books. Number one is Models by Chris Manson. He's, no, Mark Mark Manson, he's the same person who wrote the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And if you've read the book, you know he's like, he's spitting straight facts. Like, yeah, he's telling you what it is and how it is. If you don't like it, fuck you. He's just spitting straight facts. Number two, uh, by Cara somebody, I don't remember her name, but the book is called The Power of Pussy. Number one is by Mark Manson. That's a male view, the boy's view, the man's view. Number two, the power of pussy is now the woman's view, the female view, the girl's view. So after reading these books, I kind of understood what was going on. And uh, once again, history repeats itself. You'll see for yourself when I get deeper into the explanation. Let's start off with the simplest, the one that I've kind of figured out-ish, mostly. The male view. 
because yeah, I'm a male, so you know I gotta figure my shit out first before trying to figure out the female. So the male view. Look, go back in ancient time. Go back to the cavemen. Uh, look at nature, the other mammals, and it's evident that what a man is supposed to be, what a man should bring to the table, naturally, is power, protection, and uh, provision. Power and protection is a they they mix a bit, but you know. Power is different, Kidogo, because I'm sure you've seen movie scenes where there's this chick with her man, boyfriend, husband, whatever it is, and she's arguing. She's mad at him. She's, you know, and I'm too seized. You know how women are vicious with the tongue, so she's going in on him, and you're like, damn, yeah, will this dude really survive? You don't know. But then, you know, Instead of after getting fed up of playing it cool, waiting for it to blow her head off, blow steam, and finally cool down, the guy just snaps and he shuts her up. And you know those rare moments where when the guy uh, reacts with words, the girl actually, you know, she like calms down. So you know, I'm sure you've seen one of those scenes. Then weirdly enough, right after the guy shuts her up, calms her down. She gets turned on, kisses him, and it becomes a sex scene. And you just left like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Anywho, I've seen this a bit, and uh, after I understood it in terms of power. Now, when your girlfriend, when your wife, whoever is punking you out, they actually hate that. They hate that they're able to punk you out not all of them just some of them but you know uh use i'm using the word they loosely it doesn't apply to all the females out there you know how these days there's this feminist claiming they don't not feminists okay i don't call them feminists you know how these days there's ladies claiming that they don't need a man in their life yeah so i'm using the word they very very loosely what was I talking about again? Oh, yeah. They hate it when they can punk you out. They like a man who can stand his ground. A man who can keep them in check. I think that's how I figured it out. But, okay. Forget me saying I think. Let's go with... Uh, let's think of it as facts for now. Years, months, days later from now, I may find out I'm wrong and I'll come back, rectify myself. There's nothing with being wrong. That's how you learn. You're obviously going to make mistakes. So let's just say that they like it when you can keep them in check. Sounds weird, right? But uh, not, not really. Have you seen... Um, wait, let me think of a movie. Uh, have you seen Daughters are L.E.B.D.? Probably not. It's one of these local movies from 2014 or something. So there's this character. He's always being punked out by his wife. But then uh, his brother comes to him because he escapes his wife. Uh, you know, his brother messed up, fucked up. Yeah, he was emotional. So, you know, his mind wasn't clear. He did some rational stuff. So he went to his brother like, yo, I'm leaving my wife. I'm coming to live with you and his brother was always chill 
ish getting punked out by everyone but this time his brother snapped and was like man you stupid go back to your wife you ain't coming here to my place after pulling a stone on your how how is she going to feed the kids man you have three kids how is she going to feed all of them man you've got to go back and then his wife you know starts spunking out his brother and he's like man shut the fuck up shut up shut up wait for me in the bedroom and she's like oh my goodness I didn't know I had a man in the house. That's just another example, but you get power by now. Okay, it was power, protection, and uh, provision. Protection. How is a man supposed to protect? Back in the day, it was, you know, muscle and skill. You had to be nice with a spear. You had to be nice with your hands, you know. Someone fucks around with you, can get a nosebleed, can leave the place with teeth missing or something. But these days, protection, nah, there's no predators you have to protect them from. There's really, okay, they are there, and they're just humans, you know, the rapists and the lot of other fucked up humans. There's those, but uh, largely, nah, there's really no predators you have to protect them from. Now, protection, the symbol for protection usually is uh, your body. Muscles, six-pack abs, that uh, chin curve or something, whatever the heck it's called. They signify protection. And it's a primal uh, uh, attraction to girls, women. They don't really know it. Most, okay, more, the ones who I know don't really know it. So, you know, I figured it's, it's something primal. Just like how guys are attracted to boobs and ass, it's, it's primal. It's just in your system. It's always going to be in you. So protection, uh, yeah. Cavemen had to protect the wife and kids from saber-toothed tiger and all the other predators. But modern men, protection is in the form of wealth, financial protection. That's why chicks don't want no broke-ass nigga. Get it now? Protection. Financial protection. And love handles. All that. But as long as you, you know, got a big house, you have your own car, you can pay your bills, supporting your moms and all that. Ooh. Yeah, rest assured, the ladies will be digging that. Hold on, let me sip my beer. Okay, yeah. Power, protection, and uh, provision. This one is basic, man. You got to be able to provide food for the family. You got to be able to pay the bills. Yeah, provision in itself. There's a bit of provision in uh, protection, you know, because I said financial protection. But, you know, provision, it's something different. You got to be able to provide comfort and safety and all that despite uh, how fucked up it may make you feel, you may be getting shouted at by your boss or something, you've got to squash that. You can be emotional. you got to be strong for your family. You've got to squash that and provide for them, provide for your kids, a father figure, provide for your woman uh, uh, confidence, you know, so she can know you got it under control, everything going to be okay. That's what is meant by provision yeah provision uh those are the three main points that i garnered from mark manson's book models there were others in between there but you know 
the more I tried to summarize them, the more I saw they were repeating themselves. Just like how power, protection, and provision, they are somehow, they intertwined Kiplani. Yeah. So, fellas, that's basically it. Uh, the other one is character, I guess, or something. It's intertwined with the others, but, you know, like, uh, power. Say, for example, let's take power in a more abstract form. Power, like, how you speak, how you bargain, all that, how you handle yourself, you know, without uh, uh, powers. Okay, how should I put this? You're attitude of Leona Jibebanga, how you treat yourself and your friends and your family, do you treat them with respect, are you always dissing them or something, do you think you're better than them, you know, excuse me, you know, uh, just be a good human, basically, yeah, for the guys, uh, I figured it was quite simple, I had two different A4 sheets when I was writing these points, for the men, the guys, it was only three points. The others, because I only touched the surface. Go look for the book if you want to find more in-depth stuff on what I just said. For the ladies, <laughs> it took three quarters of the whole A4 page. Man! And that's because uh, before we dive into the ladies, into the girls, our beautiful African goddesses. It's because they are more abstract in nature. It's like uh, telling you to define, uh, you know, those moments when you're like, I just, I'm feeling sijuyaji. Then somebody tells you, put that down on paper, define that, transform that sijuyaji into words that are uh, precise. It's go look ish ish and sketchy and all that. So, yeah, that's pretty much how girls are. One of them told me something I've forgotten that we're not meant to be understood, we're meant to be loved. And I was like, oh, ah, interesting. I see. Okay, okay. But, you know, that's as far as I went. <laughs> I couldn't think deeper into that because, you know, it was just out there. It was like, don't try to understand us. Just love us. Now, just take out the us and put, you know, your wife, your girlfriend, whoever in there. Like, don't try to understand her. Just love her. But anywho, now we dive into the ladies, the women. I can't remember all the points because I don't have that A4 sheet with me. It's somewhere else but uh what you should understand is that ladies are emotional and psychological beings where men we're physical and sexual sexual i mean duh we're the ones who are turned on 99% of the time 99% of the time when sex happens it's because we were the ones who were horny first Chased her, yeah, convinced her, did all manner of stupid shit so we can get some, yeah, sexual, physical, you know. When you got a problem with, the, with another man, you know, you just raise your hands up, and it ends right then and there, usually. But, you know, with the gangs these days, it goes farther and becomes more twisted bullshit. But 
uh, if you go back to the basics, that's how it was. I that's how I made my best friend in class seven after I punched him. But that's a story for another day. Okay, ladies, they're emotional and psychological, and probably something else equal, which I don't remember because I'm speaking from memory. Now, what makes them attractive to men? Femininity. Femininity. Yeah. Their ass, their boobs, obviously, but you know, some other stuff that you also don't understand. You're like, ooh, you've got a cute nose. You know, guys telling chicks, you got a cute nose. I like your eyes. I like your smile. I like your fingers. Yeah, it goes to that level. I like your toes. That's a bit creepy, but yeah can happen, I like your cheeks, that's probably me, yeah, now, when you think about it, it's ish-ish, like, how, how, how exactly are you going to like someone's cheeks or ass, because when you break it down, it's just fat and uh, a touch of muscle with blood vessels and all that, it's, you know, that's why I said it's primal. Uh, you can't like it's hard to explain. I don't know why I like cheeks, face cheeks, not ass cheeks. I don't know why I like boobs or ass. It just, I just do. Yeah, this just seemed to work for me. It's like that. So that's why chicks are always trying to polish their femininity. How? Putting on the makeup, dressing nicely, the perfume, you know, so they can smell nice. Or doing their hair every three weeks and doing it again. All of that is femininity. That trying to look pretty to the other gender or to themselves, whatever. You know, how they present themselves, how they make themselves presentable is now what's called femininity. Damn. Oh, yeah. There's psychological and emotional beings. Now, where was I going? Okay. Emotional, psychological... Man, ah, yeah, like I said, for the guys, I got it down quite all right. But for the ladies, I think I'll have to do some more revision, gain some more experience. So uh, just flow with me. Just think with me. Yeah. It's nothing infinite. It's just think with me. Okay, fellas, I don't know if you've ever thought of it like this why uh, it's hard to get you some pussy. Put yourself in the chick's shoes. Uh, by default, okay, not, not all of them, but by default, uh, some of the chicks, you know, they're quite choosy about what they eat. Ain't gonna eat this, got too many calories, ain't gonna eat that, too much fat, gonna make me fat and thick. Plumpy, I want that. My body don't respond, don't respond well to this. So they are very, from the onset, let's just, I'm just classify them for a bit. And no offense, ladies, just for the sake of understanding. But from the onset, they're quite choosy. What they put inside them, the food that they put. Now, when you think about sex... She's letting someone else inside of her. Now, if she's choosy about food, like, bruh, bruh, what about, what about sex? What about, yeah. 
if she's going to let someone in her, just think about it, fellas. If she's going to let someone in her, she's got to be very careful, very choosy, very picky about who. You get it now? That's why, you know, they make you wait like a month or a year. I don't know how long, but, you know, they'll make you wait. That's because they're sizing you out. Uh, how long are you going to persist? Yeah, they're just sizing you out. It's an exam. So they know, you know, if they can let you in. Pun intended. Damn, I had another point, but it just slipped my mind. But, yeah. I hope you get it by now. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Except sometimes, you know, they they're full of bullshit. Okay, not ex- sometimes they don't want to accept what is right before their eyes. It's it's okay. It's part of being in the junkyard. We always make mistakes, but uh, if a guy comes to you and all he wants is sex, that's all he ever gonna want. If that's if he's set his mind to that, he just wanna hit. That's it. You can make him wait three months, four months, two years, but once he hits, he's gone. That nigga gone. So I guess it's like their job, to like your job, ladies, you know, to uh decipher, choose. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I got from the book, The Power of Pussy. You're the ones who choose. Because you ain't got to do shit. You ain't got to do much. Guys are always going to come to you. They're going to come after you. So your role is to choose. Size them up. See who you like. See who fits your description of your Prince Charming. Or whatever the heck you've got in your mind. And uh, you choose. You're like, yeah. You the one. Now what else? What else is I supposed to say? Who? They're emotional and psychological beings. Yeah, psychological. You know, as for guys, our shit is a bit more straightforward-ish. We're rather simple, you know, like, uh, you see a chick, you like her, you go talk to her. You know, like, if you like her, it's a bit obvious to anyone who's looking. It's, it's a little too obvious. But now for chicks... Naturally, the guys are the ones who are supposed to be chasing them, right? So if they like a guy, that's when they start doing all this weird shit because their language isn't as straightforward. And uh, as a guy growing up, you got to learn that for yourself because no one told me. I, I had to figure it out for myself. Nope, that's a lie. I figured it out by asking other girls, and I was like, fuck. Why can't y'all just be straightforward? I can just lay there. I'm sure you guys have thought this, but you know, you see there's nothing you can really do about it. It's who they are. And if you were listening to what I said, it's primal. It's in their nature. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, you know, just let them be. Let them be whoever, whatever they want to be. Yeah. So, yeah, psychological is explained by how they act. When they like you, they be doing some subtle shit and some shit that is a bit suggestive, which is easy to misunderstand. Like apparently they use their boobs to get your attention. Like, you know, you be like, hey, check this out, check out this meme. And then you show her the meme and she leans in, unusually close, 
you know, she squishes the boob against your arm. Now, naturally, your reaction, if you don't know already, she's just trying to get your attention. Your reaction is, ah, uh, okay, I guess that's a mistake. Or, you know, your other reaction would be, oh, okay. Seems like she wants some of this dick. Something like that, you know, before you get smarter. That's, your mind is stupid and simple and junkyard. You're know, just a little boy. Hormones and shit. That's, that's all you've been thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I, I don't know if I can go on with ladies. Because, you know, like I said, this shit is emotional and psychological. I haven't done enough research, but with the little research I know, that's as much as I can say. I may be wrong. Or I I'm guess, yeah, I may be wrong at some points, and there's obviously many points I haven't mentioned, haven't said, but it's been on my mind for the past few hours. Yeah, trying to focus on something, but, you know, I find myself talking to myself. Okay, talking to you in reality, because talking to myself is I rehearse for the podcast, no, talking to myself is something I've been doing for a while. So I figured, you know, that's why the idea of podcasting came up because I started talking to myself more frequently. The older I get, more knowledge I attain. But, yeah, it's been on my mind all through. Even when I was taking a shower, taking... Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for today, I guess this was mostly for the fellas. Yeah. Or something. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it was just on my mind, so I wanted to speak it, wanted to say it. Anywho, thanks for hanging around in the junkyard this long. So for our audience, according to the analytics in Anchor, uh, seven, seven people, you know, established audience, seven people who listen to my shit regularly for whatever reason that I don't, still don't know. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you for your support. And this part, I guess, is usually boring. Uh, no, it's just boring to me. Uh, no, I just think it's boring to you. But whatever. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to me. If you know someone who might be down with my bullshit, someone who might be entertained by what I say, how I speak, or whatever, share the link with them. Yeah, it's a podcast. It's meant... For our audience, our audience could be a thousand, million, billion people for all we know. So, you know, share it. Let it get to them. Let the word spread that the diplomatist vulgar is out here doing his thing. Anywho, thank you for your support. I'm a peace out now until the next episode. I see you, fam. Wait, wait, I just remembered something. There was a meme I saw. Uh, it was it wasn't really a meme. It was this quote unquote memes. Just a screenshot of a Twitter post, of a tweet. I'm not on Twitter, so yeah, that it was that. And this person said, "Girls mature faster than boys. Milk." matures or is it spoils faster than wine whatever you do with this information is up to you and that was the end of the tweet so you know i got thinking because it's true it's true girls mature faster 
than boys. That's why girls your age usually don't want nothing to do with you. They want boys older than them. They want men. Why? It's like the tweet said, men mature like wine. Fine wine. So the older you are, the more you get your shit together, the more, you know, you fulfill all three sectors, power, protection, and provision, the more appealing you become to women. Because, you know, once you fulfill those, once you fulfill yourself naturally, you develop this kind of alpha vibe around yourself. It just, it just envelops you. You know, people just notice it. You got this presence when you speak, this presence when you look at someone in the eye. It just develops by itself. Usually, it's a, it's a team effort. This presence usually develops for the first time, I guess, I think, uh, when you get dumped for the first time. I don't know about you or if it's for everyone, but remember the first time you were in a relationship and how needy and clingy you are? And then, you know, shit was broken off and you was heartbroken and all that. At first, you're like sad. You're like, why? Why did that happen? But then, you know, in the end, you're like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. Fuck her, forget her. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, okay, I should put this. I'm a, ah, okay, fine, for lack of better words, I'm a build myself and I'm gonna be better than ever. And she's gonna see how she let go of a good person, a good man, yeah. And you know, in the middle of it, you realize the damn, hold up. I'm actually upgrading myself. I'm actually much better than I was back then. And, you know, at some point you realize you change your motive. At first it was like, you know, to show off to your ex how, you know, she left a dime behind, you know. She left gold. She, 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 yeah, she left gold looking for diamonds or something. And, you know, she probably didn't find those diamonds, so... You're trying to make her regret leaving this gold behind. Something like that. That was your motivation at first. And then at first, man, I've been talking too much. Um, my lips and tongue start slipping. So, yeah, that's your motivation at first. And then later you're like, wait, hold on. That doesn't need to be my motivation. Because the stuff I've discovered with what I'm doing, I could actually turn this shit around, make me some money, and buy myself that PS5, PS4, PS2, whatever, whenever you were broken up with, and whichever PS was banging at that time. Yeah. And that probably explains the myth, if it is a myth. I didn't have a better word. That probably explains why sometimes your ex comes back to you. Your girl. Because you matured a bit more. As wine, she's obviously more mature than you. If your, you know, your first girlfriend was like the same age as you, she's obviously more mature than you. And it's in the system, I guess, they can't resist uh, a man, someone who's more mature. So she'd be like, "Oh, hold up, he looking kind of bad now." Okay, I think I think I'm gonna slide back in to his life or something, and that probably explains why your ex comes back in your first 
uh, relationship, something like that. I don't know. I figured it out for myself. No, 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 no. Ah, I have to stop using that phrase. I figured it out over time. And after watching some YouTube video that explained this whole thing, it wasn't those YouTube videos explaining relationship matters. No, it was young Don, the sauce god. He's an animator who tells stories about his life. So yeah, he told the story. And the moral of the story was that-ish. I just paraphrased what he said. So yeah, I thought I'd let you off with this. And despite this being the longest episode so far, it's half an hour when you combine all of them. That was the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> I guess there's going to be a um, part two of this episode someday, somewhere in the future. When I become more of a man, you know, I handle my shit in terms of power, protection and provision, attitude, all that. Yeah. Once I figure that shit out for myself a bit better, a bit more, I'll come back. I'll come back. Give another episode. Yeah. Okay, for real this time. Peace out.